0: Following on from our self-care section and tips in last week's epilogue show, we felt it deserved a longer and more in-depth discussion. So we are bringing you a whole show on how to cultivate calm in times of global unrest, or frankly, any time that you need it. I'm Nicole Goodman. I'm Laura Mishkon and this is Self-Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women.
1: Every episode we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being
0: or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to.
1: Welcome to Self-Care Club. There is little doubt that recent world events have been very difficult to process. We have both been deeply affected by the terrorist attack and the atrocities that have happened in the Middle East and it has taken a toll. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> so you may have noticed that we have been quieter on our social media and we are also trying to be a bit more mindful about what we consume and we've also not really felt that it's been appropriate to post our usual mucking about that we do on social media. Um, we have posted a few times haven't we? We've done a couple of videos. We have. With yep. some tips about how to take care of ourselves if you feel like you're struggling but we wanted to delve deeper into that today and we felt like Well, we felt like you deserved a whole show on how to navigate the news, how to deal with the overwhelm from the news. And I think we all need that. Oh, we do. We
0: do. And this is not an easy show for us to record, but here we are doing it. Yeah. Um, So I hope that this um, comes across with the intention that is just to help you be well in times where it is very distressing to watch everything. Um, and, you know, watching the news is probably taking a toll on everybody's mental health. Definitely. Um, and when major world events are taking place, we can find ourselves hooked on the news and feeling as though we need to know everything and keep ourselves informed. But this behavior is known as doom scrolling. It can be detrimental. Um, doom scrolling is the t- term for endlessly scrolling through and consuming negative news It's human nature to want to know what's happening in the world and it is important and can feel important to stay up to date with incidents and things are happening. I mean they change hourly sometimes by the minute Mm. don't they Um, and it's very easy to get into negative relationships with the news cycle.
1: Yup, and also the way we consume it has changed because now we've got social media, it's at our fingertips all day every day, it makes it feel very inescapable and unsurprisingly it's not very good for you. Um, This is the science bit, every time you take in a worrying sight, sound or piece of information it activates the sympathetic nervous system, it triggers your fight or flight response, your heart beats faster, your muscles tense, your blood pressure and your blood sugar levels rise. Your digestive system and your immune system are suppressed and the the body is flooded with the stress, hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. And these reactions, all of them, are the exact opposite of those connected with the parasympathetic nervous system, which promotes relaxation and calm. So
0: when social media, TV, radio or newspapers give us potentially threatening updates like wars and floods and etc., our deep primitive biological systems don't know how to differentiate between psychological stress and real physical danger and it can also have physical effects like fatigue anxiety depression insomnia disturbing dreams and even lead to gut problems
1: i actually realized this morning that i had a really disturbing dream last night definitely linked and someone else said to me on friday she had had a horrible dream that i will not repeat definitely inspired by everything that is going on at the moment that is happening is that happening to you i mean (laughs) is it in your sleep though um i haven't actually
0: noticed many disturbing dreams i'm not sleeping through mm. i sort of wake up and then i my mind feels busy and then i just try and get back to sleep i do sleep yeah but it's disturbing but it's definitely your sleep. disturbing my mm. sleep yes mm.
1: This combination of physical and mental symptoms can severely affect your everyday life. It can cause a constant state of worry. It can lead you to fear worst outcomes and very visual images and shocking news, a lot of which you can see on social media, can be so intense they can even cause mood swings, aggressive behavior, or even PTSD. And, believe it or not, increase your chances of a heart attack in later life. This can be the case even when the news is not directly related to your own life.
0: Yeah, I mean, I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Mm. Because it disturbs your whole
1: being. Being, yeah. yeah.
0: The constant feed of news can also make us feel very helpless. If it's something you're unable to resolve, then it can lead to checking for updates obsessively and feeling stressed that you can't help people who are suffering it's difficult to accept that we are powerless in preventing the suffering also. So we tell ourselves that understanding every single fact will help us find a solution and we want to stay in the loop because of it. Yeah. I mean, I have had that conversation with a lot of friends. Mm. I feel, you know, them saying, I feel like I need to uh, watch the news constantly. I need to stay constantly informed. And then I always ask, well, okay, but how's your mental health and Mm. how are you feeling? Mm. And, you know, it's not... I think there's... Well, that's what we're going to uncover, ways of staying informed without overloading
1: your nervous system. Yeah. So once you've identified that engaging with a lot of news is not benefiting your mental well-being, it might be time to consider reducing or altering the ways in which you consume it. So one step towards helping you feel a bit better is to dial down the amount of information that you consume. So we're going to look at some practical ways to go about it. And we have got seven self-care steps. So the number one is limit your news consumption
0: to certain times of the day. Uh, limit your hours spent consuming the news. You could do this by only checking it during your lunch hour or choosing one news program to watch at night or setting a time on your phone while scrolling or a time limit on your apps. I mm. mean, I would go as far to say as watch what <laughs> watch the social media and maybe get your sources from reputable news outlets. 80% of people check their phone within 10 minutes of waking up. This means the news could be the first thing you see upon opening your eyes and potentially the last thing on your mind at night. Yup, that Mm. resonates. 62% of people said they sleep with their phone at night and spend an average of 15 minutes on their phones before bed. So being intentional about how and when you use it and learning to have boundaries around it is absolutely vital
1: for protecting your mental health m- more now than ever mm. you can turn off push notifications because having notifications for news stories appearing on your phone makes them unavoidable even when your phone's locked so you could turn them off or you can only allow notifications from specific trustworthy sources that do, you choose do you have uh like breaking news alerts coming up on your phone i do but i do too i don't know why i'm not turning them off but i I don't always have my phone in front of me. A lot of the time it's upstairs or it's in another room or it's in my handbag. So I don't always see them. And I also don't have an Apple watch. So I'm not, even though they come in, I'm not instantly noticing them.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, I I might. And then someone said to me the other day, oh, because I get breaking news updates Mm. from the BBC. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, oh, you know, you can get them from Sky News too. And I thought, God, I I don't need any more. No. I don't need tips on (laughs) on how to bring in more. (laughs) No um number three designate tech free hours so for example you know the first hour after you wake up maybe just put a rule in that you're not going to go on your phone or you're not going to turn on the news just try it's just having the boundaries yeah it is all around it too but always having in mind it's to protect
1: and preserve your mental health yes you can make your bedroom a no tech zone you can just leave your phone outside get an alarm clock so now we've dealt with the tech bit what about everything else oh because it's everywhere <laughs> Yeah. It's everywhere. So
0: everyone's talking about it, aren't they? Everywhere you go, WhatsApp messages. I mean, it's just constant. Yes. Um, So number five, ask friends and family not to discuss certain topics. So current events tend to be topics of conversation around the dinner table. If you are feeling overwhelmed by the news, and let's be honest, who isn't, you can ask them to not talk about stories that upset you or make you anxious instead you can use that time with family and friends to switch off and unplug to avoid it being awkward you can even text in advance of the date to say you would would you mind if we avoided this subject tonight I think that's actually quite a nice tip yeah and you can put it like yeah. I feel really anxious I just I can't yeah can we cope. just
1: tonight can we just not can, can we, we just, just have a night discuss it? off yeah. yeah yeah so last Friday we went to my mum for dinner with Josh and I I mean, I shouldn't have felt like this, but I just had this slight worry because it's impossible not to talk about it. And I, you know, he is aware of what he is aware, but he is 10 and there are certain things I don't want him to be aware of necessarily because it's frightening and not appropriate. And I was just a bit worried that it was going to be, it was like going to permeate the whole evening. But actually it didn't. And my mum sort of said, you know, Josh, are you talking at school about this? And, you know, what's going on? And it was fine. And then on Saturday we had people over and, and we didn't actually say anything about it. But I guess we all must have had this. Just needed the break. Yeah. And it was like this unwritten thing that we just didn't talk about it. And we managed like four hours and we just didn't talk about it. And and it wasn't like anyone tried to and anyone shut them down. It just didn't happen. Okay. And I think everyone needed that. Like a oh, night off. Oh, well,
0: I've, you know, I've had the opposite. I've been around two dinner tables, one on Saturday night, one on Sunday. And there was a lot of talk about the crisis in the Middle East. And, you know, my kids were around the dinner table yeah. on the Sunday and they were asking a lot of questions. Yeah. And my father-in-law was actually fielding the questions quite well. And he was sort of informing them what was going on. But then I did walk away thinking god i hope they're okay and and you know the stuff he was saying was just all very factual and stuff they needed to know about Mm. but um i just you just don't know how it permeates
1: so having had those two different experiences that you and i had do you feel that it was cathartic and helpful to like sit in a social situation and talk about it or do you feel it was it was again too mu- it was too much consumption. Well,
0: I can only go on how I feel. Yeah. And that's what we should bring everything back to. Yeah. Is
1: how you how are you and yeah. how are you feeling yeah. and how
0: are you coping. Yeah. And I'm basically like a nervous wreck today.
1: Yeah. So uh, my reading would be for you it was not helpful. It was not yeah helpful. And I would say And that's I, nobody's fault. You know? No, it's everyone not has such, of
0: course. Everyone has a lot of feelings around it Yeah, some people need to talk yeah. about
1: it and yeah. and all of that. And it didn't occur to me to say please don't talk about because it because it's quite un- it's it's a little bit unnatural to say that I think also I like to hear other people's views on of it of course um and these were people that I was around
0: the dinner table people that I respect very much yeah. so it's always interesting to hear you know what sources they're looking at or where their information is coming from and how they feel about certain mm. things and whether it's different or not but it's like I like to educate myself but mm-hmm. again it comes back mm. to that level of when is enough
1: enough mm. I feel but like I didn't know that until this morning I get that I feel like I'm in the very privileged position of not being there, therefore not having to be consumed by it twenty four seven because it is not my live is not the experience I am living through. So having those nights off from it, I found very helpful. I did actually turn start watching Virgin River.
0: I've never night. watched it, but On I know. It. Yeah. Right, but you can understand yeah. why I turned yeah. to it because yeah. it looks sweet and wholesome. Yes. And just, this is about all I can manage. Yeah. Um, and I watched two episodes of that last night. Yeah. And it did actually
1: take the edge off a little bit. I might prescribe Bake Off for you. I mean, there's yeah. nothing. The, the most peril that happens is that you might have a soggy bottom. <laughs> it's shit like
0: that that yeah. I think we really need to start leaning into. I agree. A lot more. And as you said, we come from the privilege of not being there. Yeah. Or not having any family in the Middle East right now. So yeah. we are... Very lucky. Very lucky. Um... So perhaps
1: we should be looking after ourselves a lot more So number six Try relaxing stimuli There are things that are very beautiful And they capture our attention And quiet our mind with no effort even needed So you can try changing your environment Listen to your favourite music Listen to a very distracting podcast I'm listening to a great one right now Called Ghost Story Loving it Very good distraction You can be in beautiful surroundings Like a wood Or be by the water Which is very calming It could be as simple as just Taking a walk around a leafy park um I actually walked this morning, yeah, and i I haven't been
0: able to listen to a podcast mm-hmm. um for weeks, mm. which is bizarre, but I do remember this happening in um the lockdown pandemic thank you um i my attention span just mm. drops mm-hmm. so when I'm feeling very stressed, mm-hmm. I can't focus on because you're
1: in fight or flight because all of your body and your instincts and your muscles and everything in you is going okay I'm I'm stressed because I'm consuming this and like we said you don't know if it's physical your body doesn't know if it's physical or psychological so everything in you is geared up to flee basically fight or flee so that's why you have no concentration
0: (sighs) interesting you can also try repetitive activities things like knitting Mm -hmm. and swimming calm the mind calm the body find something you enjoy that distracts you from automatic negative thinking patterns it might be something you enjoyed as a child when you were able to live in the moment and more easily experience the joy of jigsaw puzzles which lauren always takes the mickey out of it i'm actually going to get a jigsaw puzzle out yeah i actually am i'm going to listen to our own fucking show and do one of the steps this was how puzzle
1: club was formed
0: because it happened in the pandemic
1: correct you did a lot of jigsaw puzzles and we called it puzzle club yeah i think it might be time for the return of puzzle Club. i think it is oh it's so
0: tragic but i think why don't you get
1: yourself do you know what would be really nice like a shit's creek puzzle like something really, really kind of just silly. joyous. I've yeah. been watching Chicks Creek again. Well, that's that's, that's getting to
0: bed. That is self care, and I put on a couple of episodes right just before I go to sleep because going to sleep with David Rose, oh, there is nothing better. No, there is nothing better. No. So we've got a few other tips, haven't we, in how to just stay calm, be calm. What are they,
1: Lauren? Yeah, just some little things that you can put in your toolbox, like breathing. We did a whole show on breath work. I just went outside to breathe. You did. You can try. This is the simplest one, right? Box breathing. Breathe in for four. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Breathe out for four. Yeah. Pause. That is it. That is how simple it is. When you are feeling very anxious, you tend to take quite quick sort of shallow breaths. And this just reinforces the whole flight and fight in your body. So this is why breathing is good. Okay. Even though we both kind of don't love the breathwork thing yeah, but it's so good and it's always available to you it's always available
0: um you can admit that you're anxious or upset yes label when... your feelings nicole label your feelings i'm anxious and upset okay yep. I, I have done that already this morning you
1: have you can get some fresh air it yep. can also help calm you down but just the change of scenery is really really good for you yep
0: release the anxiety by moving your body I've done all of these today I have breathed I've admitted that I'm anxious upset I have gone for a walk I have released the anxiety by I went to the gym by moving your body go for a walk or a run physical activity it releases serotonin to help you calm down and feel better even
1: like you know you could do like a hundred jumping jacks yep there you You go shake I watched a whole video of these women they would just they put a song on and they didn't even dance they just shook my friend does that their hands their arms she's a
0: facilitator in that
1: I can't remember what it's
0: called. It's a particular practice. Mm,
1: But it just gets rid of the adrenaline. Yeah.
0: Uh, You could have a centering object. Mm -hmm. So find an object like a crystal or a shell and keep it in your pocket. Or you can wear a pendant necklace and tell yourself that you're going to touch this object when you're experiencing anxiety or frustration. And this centers and calms you.
1: Yeah. We used to have an anxiety necklace. We did. I gave it to my friend to get her through labor. But we did. Yeah. They're very trendy at the moment, those nectars. I sort of want it back. They're also really good God, if you're I need about twelve they're around also, my neck. <laughs> if you're also trying to give up smoking or vaping, they're also really good. Oh, I bet they are. Yeah. They but now you're call still them that. In
0: that pattern of blowing on something sucking
1: something like a baby yeah yeah. yeah you can also relax your body with progressive muscle relaxation to do this you lie down on the floor with your arms out by your side make sure your feet are not crossed and your hands aren't in fists and you start at your toes and you just tense each little bit of your body and then relax it and then you move all the way up your body telling yourself to release each little bit of your body until you get to your head it's like a five minute exercise it's very good what about an acupressure point? Yeah. You can try
0: this on yourself. One area to start with is the point where the inside of your wrist forms a crease in your hand. Press your thumb and area. Press your thumb on this area for two minutes, and this can help relieve tension. Let's so just
1: do that now. Yes. Also fuel your body being mm. hangry does not help anybody if you are hungry or you are not properly hydrated lots of relaxation techniques are just not going to work so slow down get something to eat have a snack try a square of dark chocolate and a cup of green tea and honey studies show that green tea can help reduce the body stress response and honey can help relieve anxiety you've had loads of green tea the last few weeks i've noticed i have have made you like you've made yourself or i've made you at least 20 cups the last few weeks. It's really interesting because now we're going through all of
0: these steps. I do realize I am doing all of them quite naturally, doing yeah. all of them. And I'm leaning on them very, yeah. very heavily. Yeah. Uh, seek support from others. Obviously, yeah. vent to a trusted friend, family, co-worker. You know, sometimes even a quick hug or a quick text exchange can really lift your spirits. Um, and spend time with your pet. Or someone else's, if you don't have your own. Or get one. Get a pet. They're very good for you, pets. I came in this morning. Mm. It hasn't been the best of mornings, which I'll talk about a bit more in my week. Um, And Teddy, the studio dog, James's dog, gave me, literally came up and gave me a proper hug. He did like a cuddle. Uh, It was magic.
1: You know why? Because it lowers your cortisol and lowers your blood pressure. It's a real thing. We're not just saying, pat a dog. It's real. It's a real mood booster yeah it is. It's a real
0: karma, so we listen this is this we felt this was a really important show, didn't we? yeah, we came up with this last week. yeah, we wanted to do something um that helps our well being throughout this very difficult time of political unrest um and there's just a lot of sadness and atrocities happening in the world, and we're all getting caught up in it, regardless of where you are in the world. you can't help but get caught up in it. Um and we need to look after ourselves. Yeah. Because it won't help if we're all really stressed out, <laughs> she says. Um well it won't help. No. Won't help you or anyone else. Won't help anyone. And it and it won't help it won't help the Middle East, because 'cause you're already stressed <laughs> out. It just won't no, help anything. No, no way. So so that's what we that's why we wanted to do this show. We felt it's an important conversation.
1: And a sort of un unavoidable conversation. Because if you're talking about self care and wellness and how to like feel better, You can't really bypass all of this. You
0: know what? Dry brushing ain't going to cut it. (laughs) It's just not as as nice a show as it was. Yeah, it just is not feeling very relevant right about now.
1: Try Notion for free when you go to Notion.com slash selfcareclub. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash selfcareclub. And start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show.
0: Notion.com slash selfcareclub. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've
1: changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Do you want to kick off with your week?
0: Um... Okay. Just play a voice note, please. I I, try and stay calm or find calm in and amongst... uh, global disaster, and hatred, and political unrest, it it is almost impossible, and I kind of feel guilty for even trying to find the calm, there are people who are, have lost everything, and I don't know, there's a lot of guilt attached to this. I don't think it's as easy as me sitting down and breathing because I open my eyes and <laughs> I turn the news on and it's there again. And I just, I, I don't know how I'm meant to stay calm. I don't even know if I feel comfortable staying calm. I don't think this is a time for calm. But then if I'm not calm, how does that help anybody? It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help my kids. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't stop. You know, it doesn't create more peace in the world. So... I just don't know. I don't I don't think it's possible right now. Maybe it's not about finding calm, maybe it's just about accepting that we can't find calm right now.
1: So we're back to the intro, which is basically that feeling that we mentioned of when you are feeling helpless and unable to do anything. A very common instinct is to consume the news because for whatever reason that is, we feel like if we know more information and we know stuff and we're heavily involved in it, It's somehow helpful. It's not helpful. Look,
0: I I feel very strongly about staying informed on this. I'm not a massively political person. I don't get that involved in politics generally. Um, I think everybody feels very involved in this because it is just so atrocious what is happening. Um, And I feel it my duty to stay informed. But I also acknowledge that there is a way to stay informed without overloading yourself. Mm. And I was managing to do that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. For some reason, the last four or five days, I just haven't managed. What's changed for you? Not in the
1: world, but what's changed? Um,
0: It just seems to be getting uglier and uglier. Worse and worse. It's just not. This is not going anywhere good. Um, and what what's changed? I just don't seem to be able to, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that question. Mm. I, I honestly don't know. Without, I, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I'm really struggling, mm. desperately struggling. Mm. And sometimes I'm absolutely fine mm. and I'm able to do very, very normal things. Mm. And, um, you know, and I have friends that have people out there and it's very difficult for them and, you know, being as supportive as I can be because they are in an absolute state of anxiety and rightly so. And and then so then I have the guilt. Well, I don't have anyone out there. Mm. I don't have anyone. My family is, you know, mm. safety isn't on the line um, or any of that. But I just feel so heartbroken mm. about all of it. Mm. And... I guess the grief just keeps coming. Mm. And then every time I turn the news on, it's gotten worse.
1: And it reinforces that feeling in you.
0: And there's more Mm. casualties and Mm. there's more innocent civilians Mm. that are dying and there's Mm. more, you know, there's more, the the, the humanitarian crisis is just rising and Mm. it's everywhere, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody is suffering. Mm. And it is, I just can't, I don't know how to manage it. Mm. And I don't even know if, like I said, whether it's, whether it's a time for calm. I do acknowledge that me being a nervous wreck doesn't know anything. Um, and I'm doing all the things. I'm going to the gym. I'm going for the walk. I'm doing my breath work. Not so much, but occasionally I'm drinking my green tea. You know, everything that we've just talked about. Mm. I am, was limiting my news consumption up until this weekend. Um, but it's not even just the news. It's anyone you talk to. It's—it's. Mm. It's, mm. I just feel constantly surrounded by it um and also then feel it's my duty to be constantly surrounded by it and it's taking a massive toll on my mental health Mm.
1: it's not your duty to be surrounded by it but I'm interested to know what do you think would help you because obviously you and I alone cannot really help or change anything but what do you think might help you like today um, I think I, I cannot go on social media
0: today. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I, I will have a nervous breakdown if I go on it's social media. It's not a media. good
1: place right
0: now. It's not. No. And if this was my friend, having a perspective of if this was my friend, yeah. and it has been my friend, yeah. and I have been talking to some yeah. of my friends yeah. that are really struggling, and I have said, stay off social media, yeah. stay off the news, yeah. maybe watch the news for one hour at yeah. five o'clock and then you, and that's it. Yeah, and then you like get we on did in day. COVID. Yeah. Um, so what will help me is mm. things like uh, cuddling my dog, mm. going for a walk in nature, just trying to stay away from the consumption. It's it's having boundaries around it, isn't it? Yes, because I think the state that I have gotten myself in today mm. is A, not good for me Mm-mm. and B, not going to change. It's not going to bring any peace or any, it's not
1: going to bring no. anything good. So no that's what I'm saying is the only thing that we can change is how we is how we're coping ourselves yes but that's that's all that's ever within
0: our control I guess isn't it yes hence you know then you come back to self-care yes why why it's so important yes and I kind of feel like I am doing the self-care around it all the bits all the physical bits I'm going to the gym and you know Mm. I'm doing all of that and Mm. eating well Mm. and making sure that but actually, the most crucial part of it, I'm not doing. I'm mm-hmm. really slipping and it's just having that boundary around what I'm consuming. Yeah. So I've got another one final voice note. I think sometimes the atrocities that we are seeing around the world are so chilling and terrifying that there is no escaping it. There is no trying to wait, trying to find a way to feel better about it. There is... It just is, it just it just is what it is and I think sometimes you just have to sit in that and that just has to be okay for now because I can't, I can't pull myself into something more positive because that just feels fake and wrong because what I feel right now I think is appropriate to what is happening in the world and you know what, I'm all right with that. So, uh, having said that, I, you know, I'm, I'm never going to walk around today feeling on top of the world. I don't think that would be appropriate anyway, or remotely realistic. Um, so, I'm just going to have the boundary around it and just feel sad because <laughs> 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 I feel, feel sad. Mm. Um, you know, and Abraham Hicks teaches that you pick the next. The next emotion available to you. So mm. if you're feeling sad, mm. the next available emotion is not going to be joy mm. because that's too far a leap. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic. Mm. So maybe the, the, the next available emotion for me is just acceptance. Just accept that I feel sad and that's just how I feel right now. Name the feeling. Yeah, name the feeling. Yeah, And have my boundaries around it. So that's what I'm going to do.
1: Okay. Now you tell me about your week. Um, I'm what I'm finding interesting is that I think a lot of stuff is slightly subconscious and subliminal, and I noticed that a story that came out that is related to all of this news broke sort of very early in the morning, and I was discussing it with my husband and we had a different viewpoint about it, and we both got quite cross about it in our own the way that we were both feeling, which was completely opposite to to the other. And, you know, it was like a two-minute discussion. And then he left work and I was at home. And I just thought, yeah, this isn't really anything to do with actually what happened. This is just to do with the fact that we both feel a lot of stuff about what is going on. And this is how it kind of came out. So I'm noticing... I don't want to say buried emotions, but I'm saying I'm noticing a lot of stuff is not quite on the surface. And then it comes up very unexpectedly. Like I will see something and it will make me more upset than I would imagine it would have made me. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: you're pointing that. That's how grief works. Mm. It kind of creeps up on you without you knowing about it. Mm and you don't realize it's there until it's suddenly there's an outpouring of whatever emotion it is.
1: Mm. And I also think a lot of stuff, or a lot of the way that I am feeling is not necessarily, it's not necessarily explainable. I mean, obviously what I'm seeing and consuming and reading is horrendous, but the stuff I am feeling on the inside feels more I'm going to use the word epigenetic like I am feeling things on a level that I didn't really know I had. Feelings I didn't really know existed. Yeah. Is 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 what's coming out aside from the news stuff. So that is interesting. new and interesting. Generational trauma. That sort lives of in all of us. That sort of thing. And I don't know anything about epigenetics and I don't know anything about I don't know a lot about generational trauma and I you know there is nothing very juicy in my ancestral history nothing juicy at all but um that's what i'm finding interesting about all of this it's the way it's making me feel and why is it making me feel that it's not necessarily even conscious
0: yeah and when it's not conscious it's hard to rationalize It's
1: impossible to rationalise because something I will see... And then that can be very discombobulated. Very. So I'm fine most of the time and then I might see or read or hear something and it will set me off. And I don't really know why it set me off. And then other things I can see and read and hear and it doesn't. I I totally
0: resonate with that. And Mm. I think something happened this weekend that has totally set me off. Mm. And there'll be other days where I'll see just as atrocious things and it's not, I'm all right, but it's like, oh, okay, mm. I can kind of manage it better. Mm-hmm. But then one thing, mm. there's there's a lot of grief for everybody mm. because what we are seeing is just, there is no other word apart from atrocious.
1: And I'm also finding it very interesting seeing how women are responding and reacting as opposed to men. The men I know are either angry or just very practical. And the women seem to be very emotional, viscerally upset and devastated on a a level of like... A humanity level. Yeah, and and I'm finding that very interesting, the difference between how men and women are responding. So my husband this morning said to me are you all right Mm. and I said
0: I'm actually not he said you're not are you I said I'm not Mm. so he said but why I said don't don't ask me why I'm not all right tell me why you are Mm. you know Mm. I'm like pleading Mm. with Mm. him teach Mm. me how you are Mm. okay and Mm. he didn't really have the words for
1: it no no he is okay yeah yeah says my husband fine yeah
0: I mean he, he understands yeah the global unrest and the difficulty that's going on it's not they don't care enjoying no no
1: it's not that they don't care and it's not that they're not feeling it in a way that i cannot but maybe that's more of a male trait maybe 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 they're just able to do that yeah i'm not i'm not suggesting for a second that the men are feeling it no I or experience it in a different way i it's just interesting that it it doesn't seem to be as outwardly um emotional for them as it is for us and i would like To know his drinks or how he's managing (laughs) it better than me. Testosterone would be my guess. I don't know. Uh, Here's a voice note. I just come back from a walk in the woods and I was feeling pretty stressed. Not actually about the news, just generally stressed. And I decided to listen to a breathing meditation. I mean, I've never listened to one of those in my life but it happened to come up on the 10% Happier podcast, which is a great podcast, but it was a little snippet from that where this guy who's an expert on breathing did a, a calming one. So I just walked and did it and I obviously really needed it in the moment and it was very focusing and it was very mindful and I do feel a lot calmer now I'm home. Whether that's because I did the breathing meditation or whether that's because I had the walk and the fresh air and the change of scenery, I don't know. But the combo worked very well. And it kind of doesn't matter which of those things it was. The point is, I felt better when I came back than I did when I went out. Everyone wants the
0: link, Lauren. Everybody <laughs> wants the link to that moving meditation, okay, please. I'll put it in the show
1: notes. I mean, um, it literally took like three minutes.
0: Yeah but, the, yeah, but you say it takes three minutes, but they are very powerful in changing how you are feeling in yourself. And that's, mm. you know, that's what we need.
1: Well, it was, I mean... It was a fairly uh, bog standard one. But what I found interesting about it was he started by saying, feel your bones, like feel your skeleton, feel your feet on the ground, feel your Very bones grounding. Moving. It was so grounding. It was so practical. It was like now feel your whole body. And, it, and you were like, oh, yeah. Do that, I can feel my legs walking and I can feel my bones moving. And he's like, Now be aware of your spine, yes, I'm aware of my spine. And it just takes you out of all your nonsense and just puts you well, not nonsense, well, you know, the stuff that's floating and going around in your head and puts you straight into your actual physical body. It's good,
0: yeah. It's, it's good. It's called meditation. It's been going for a while. I mean, I'm not a fan, <laughs> but it's been going for a long time. Lots of people
1: really recommend it. They do, it. don't they? They really it's like a huge it. Huge part of well-being and yeah. self-care. I believe it also combined mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These
0: things have been
1: around for quite a long time. Okay, so well done. That Thanks. Was good. Yep. And this is my second voice note. So on my phone, I've still got time limits on my Instagram and Facebook, which are there still from when we did the digital detox show, which is way, way back. You can go back and listen to that. It's actually a good show. And last night I was seeing content on Instagram that was not helpful or calming. It was very worrying. And my limit came up. And rather than bypass it, I just got off the phone. Now, the fine line for me here is... Was that good for me uh, in the evening before bedtime? Yes. But if I do too much of that, am I then kind of being the ostrich and burying my head in the sand because I kind of don't want to know? So that's still the slight question mark for me over all of this. Um, Happy to discuss.
0: I mean, it's balance, isn't it? It's a constant balancing act, Mm. which is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. How do you stay informed without overwhelming yourself?
1: Yeah. So I've... I mean, I'm, I'm. I don't think I've done this consciously, but I seem to have come to this place now where I will intentionally watch the news once a day, or I will read the news on my but phone. Where are you once watching the news? A day. Because
0: it, different news sources have have different yeah. sides of the story. Yeah.
1: Well, on my phone, I have. I think I have CNN, BBC, Sky, and ITV, or something. So, all pretty much all of them. So I will spend sort of a set amount of time I don't time it but I know it's like a set amount of time and I will read all of the articles from all of the different things so I'm getting a kind of I hope a more rounded balanced picture of kind of what is going on or you know the headlines or the events or things as they are changing and then I and then I'm not binging and the social media I mean that did not take me very long to figure out that uh is not serving me I am very acutely aware and worried about the propaganda side of war because you know social media is now used as propaganda and we are whether we like it or not being manipulated yep, yep. and showed things all day long all day long that not only may or may not be accurate there, or there's true a speech out of some woman and
0: you can see it is from like 20 years ago right and people are sharing it. You've got to watch this. You've yeah. got to watch this. It's like, but you can see in the video footage yeah. Yeah. that it's old and it's yeah. grainy. Yeah. And that is not, yeah. a re- even by her hairstyle. Like it just,
1: <laughs> it's so obviously not just present day. But sadly, not everybody realizes that things are manipulated doctored CGI Most or, of it. or unre- AI. Or unrelated to the, the current situation yeah. and it is still kind of shared and used it's it's modern warfare basically it to poison people's mind and, with it's, this. and it's
0: part of war is the propaganda war
1: yes and as much as I like to think that I am smart enough to rise above that we are all all of us uh sucked in consumed even on a subconscious level the more we're seeing it the more feelings are reinforced in us and you unfortunately do not have to go very far to scratch the surface to find uh, people spouting such hate and vitriol and aggression and that that hits me on a different level so my only way out of that is to just not consume it is just to not consume it and and i'm i'm happy not to and then i have the slight feeling of the ostrich so I'm still trying to find the balance. I feel like my balance is okay because I actually feel okay in myself apart from these pockets that come up Yeah, when I can't help it. And also I've noticed like when I'm feeling slightly hysterical, mm. like I
0: want, not I want others to feel hysterical. I, I want them to realize why I'm feeling hysterical. So then I'm spreading mm. hysteria as well. Yes. Well, but did you hear about this? And did you see this? And, but and it breeds
1: it, all breeds it. It whips, of course, gets whipped up. Which is all part
0: of the propaganda. Of course war, it right? is. So we're, we're totally sucked into this whole cycle. Mm. And last week, uh, honestly, I felt okay. Yeah. Sad and appropriately worried and concerned, yeah. but I felt okay. I could get on with my life. Yeah. Uh, the last few days, I have not felt like that. Yeah. And I, and I need to address that, take a step back and, and, and get back to where. I can cope with it. I have seen a definite
1: change in you the last four or five days, I would say. I haven't seen you the last four or well, five days. Well, no, I've seen you I haven't the last two days. But like definitely last week, you were definitely better. Like I seem to have left you and I've come back to a different person. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, no, I... That's how I feel. Yes. I've come back that's to how, like, but that's what the I, fuck? Who are you today? How I feel.
1: Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I feel like you need a circuit breaker like if I was in a like, physics room with you I would unplug the red wire <laughs> I would you need a circuit breaker whatever that is what is it how I can know. I say I can't unplug the red wire so I'm just going to have to come off social media for the day I think that's a very good plan maybe a few days everyone can come off social media for one day anyway I don't know if this show is helpful are we even going to summary is there even a summary there is no way to sum this up yeah there is come on then <laughs>
0: um because i've gotten out of balance i my summary is i need to get back in balance mm. and i think if you're listening at home and you don't know where you sit on that spectrum just ask yourself how am i feeling mm. how am i coping am i okay am i visibly shaken upset am i but it's of course everyone's going to be upset mm. but it's am i upset but still able to get on with my life like this morning you know, I can't listen
1: to anything. I can't... I, I can't function properly. Yeah, and this just can't happen because you have two children and a home and a job and everything else. So you just have to function. Of course I have to function yeah.
0: and I don't want to whip up yeah. everyone I speak to into a frenzy. Um, Especially my kids. So, so for me, I'm coming off social media for a couple of days, you know. So we have been quieter on social media, yes. as we said. Yes, we have. But... A because it feels a little bit insensitive to to be posting about yeah. a fucking dry brush or whatever it was we were talking about, and also B because I actually just as you can hear I can't be on it very yeah. much, yeah. And so to go on and post and then and then everything just comes flooding in. Mm. It's very toxic. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to it, but and I hope anyone I'm sure anyone listening understands that and they're yeah. experiencing that themselves. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my summary. Okay. What's yours?
1: I just feel like I have to always because as we said at the beginning I am in the privileged place of not living currently in a war zone and having to fight for my life on a daily basis and protect my children and my home so I feel like I have to remain as sort of calm and centered and practical and okay as possible and I can only do that by looking after myself because I really can't help everybody else as Horrible and unfortunate as that is. I can't no, stop this. Can't. Um, so I totally get everything you were saying about the guilt and the feeling of the guilt. But my response to that is is not to become consumed by it because I know for my own mental health, it's not going to be good for me. So I wonder perhaps if I've gone slightly the other way and I, I choose to kind of not see the things I don't want to see at the moment because I need to get on with everything Um, but that doesn't mean I I, don't care maybe of course it
0: doesn't maybe you and I need to find a uh, somewhere in the middle yeah Yeah. where we can both cope yeah yeah so that's our show on news consumption what a fun fun topic oh my god the lols
1: we've had today yeah there's no lols no lolling sorry sorry clubbers but you know sometimes sometimes we've got to do shows like this
0: yeah we have um, thank you for listening I was just thinking I wonder what show went out today I can't remember as we're recording this Art
1: Therapy went out today yeah but you know what that was a very useful session for you and I and we enjoyed it and it was good for us and it, it was centering and calming it was all the things that we're talking about I that wish We wish we were doing it today
0: out of all the shows that we've done all the practices what do you think is the one the main practice that would help right here right now
1: for I, you or for me
0: Well, for me, I know mine is boundaries. Yours is
1: Digital Detox. No, boundaries. Same thing. Mm. Boundaries around social
0: media. But also, no, boundaries around talking to people about it and, you know, Mm. that sort of thing as well. It's not Mm. just social media. Mm. What would be yours?
1: Mm. Well, I mean, I'm maybe going to say the meditation one. Oh, yes. Blimey. Jesus, have we come to this? (laughs) Listen, life is hard right now. Or even the um, breathwork one, because yeah. both those things seem to work for me this week. Yeah. Well, um, I just did some breathwork before. Amazing. Before how, we recorded. Amazing I, how I these things I just come ran up. ran out
0: and took about five deep breaths.
1: Good. See, and we got through the show.
0: We did. And everything's
1: okay. Yeah. That's well, not okay. But yeah. It's okay right here, right now, where we are sitting. Okay,
0: that is our show on news consumption. We will be back on Friday with more of a weekly wellness roundup show. Maybe we'll come back next week with a funnier, more lighthearted show. But for now, please look after yourselves. Please invest in your self-care. Please have boundaries around what you are consuming and just look after yourselves. Bye-bye.